Welcome to the Make Light Show, the podcast that's all about curating meaning and joy in a light-filled life and part of the Life Listen Podcast Network. I'm Karen Walrich, photographer, leadership coach, and author of The Beauty of Different, Observations of a Confident Misfit. Join me as I answer your questions about how to make light in an occasionally dark world, and together we'll prove that positivity, creativity, and kindness, both to yourself and to others, make the world go round. Welcome back, friends. Today, we've got a great question from Nicole, and it involves a challenge that I actually struggle with myself quite a bit, so I'm guessing it's not an uncommon one, but I'll get to that in a minute. First, I'd like to talk a bit about today's sponsor. So last week, I introduced you to Prep Dish, a meal planning service where every week you get an email with a grocery list so you can shop at your favorite grocery store on the weekends, and then you follow the instructions that are also sent along with the list to prepare the ingredients ahead of time, like chopping vegetables or preparing marinades. Then on weeknights, you just follow the recipes to put to get everything together that you prepped, and you create healthy, gluten-free, or dairy-free, or paleo meals in just minutes. So this week, we tried it out. This past Sunday, I went to the store with the shopping list. It took a little time to find everything because honestly, my husband's the one that does most of the grocery shopping in our house. But once I did, and I actually checked out and paid for my food, I was seriously stunned. See, as a family, we generally cook at home on most days, and we usually use whole ingredients very similar to the kind suggested by Prep Dish. But we also usually decide what we're going to eat at the very last minute and end up shopping every single day. As a result, Turns out we overshop, and we've been spending four to five times what it cost on this particular shopping trip this past weekend per week to feed our family. I couldn't believe I'd just done the week shopping for as little money as I did, and what a difference a little pre-planning could make on our budget. This, my friends, might change everything. So, so far, also, the meals are great. One particular hit was the grilled salmon with salad that included nuts and feta cheese crumbles. Yum. And we can't wait to try out the other dishes as well. And here's the best part. Allison, the founder of Prep Dish, is offering listeners of the Make Light Show two free weeks to try it out. Simply visit prepdish.com forward slash light to sign up for your own subscription for two weeks free. I suspect you're going to be really pleased that you did. Okay, so now back to the show. This week, we have an amazing question from Nicole, and it's a challenge I struggle with every day, so I was really happy to delve into the answer. Nicole writes, Hi, Karen. I'm really struggling. Every day, I read stories of unkindness, from the separation of migrant children from their families, to women being sexually harassed or even assaulted at work, to men being arrested in coffee houses solely because of the color of their skin. I know I'm supposed to feel kind and love my fellow man, but honestly, all I feel is anger. I feel like everyone is unkind. What's the point of even trying anymore when even leaders and celebrities and politicians don't make an effort? Does kindness even matter anymore? Nicole, thank you so much for your question. And on a certain level, I absolutely see what you're talking about. One quick glance at the headlines would have you believe that kindness is a thing of the past. But I'd like to start by saying that kindness does exist, even even though these days it might look a little hard to find and take a little bit of searching. Like, for example, the story of Mamudu Gassama, 
a migrant from Mali who, late last month, seemingly without a second thought for his own life, scaled several stories of the outside of a Parisian apartment building to save a young toddler dangling from a balcony. The heroic act earned him a gold medal from the French state for courage and devotion, French citizenship, and a job offer from the Paris Fire Department. Or take the stories of Jason Schneidman or Marc Bustos, two celebrity health hairstylists, one from L.A. and the other from New York City, who independently on their days off give free haircuts to homeless people, restoring their dignity, increasing their self-esteem, and helping them envision better lives for themselves. See, the truth is, despite headlines to the contrary, there's kindness all around us. In fact, we're actually wired for kindness. Back in 2015, the University of British Columbia released a study suggesting that we are born wired to prefer kindness, debunking the false presumption that, evolutionarily speaking, we're motivated purely by our own self-interest. In fact, not only do we tend toward kindness, it appears that kindness can be strengthened like a muscle. A further study at the Max Planck Institute in Germany discovered that practicing kindness and compassion strengthens this kindness wiring. And here's something else. Kindness is actually good for you. I mean, think about it. Even though witnessing unkindness in the world is counter-motivational, does it actually make you feel better to keep yourself from being kind? That's because as it happens, being kind is actually good for our health. There is scientific evidence that being kind boosts, boosts our serotonin levels, that feel-good hormone. There are also several studies that indicate that practicing kindness can help reduce anxiety, increase heart health, and might actually help us live longer. So kindness actually does a body good. And finally, kindness is a key component of happiness. Sean Aker is a renowned Harvard-educated happiness researcher, and he finds that your happiness set point, your natural inclination for happiness, can be judged higher in a lasting and positive way by engaging in various practices like gratitude and journaling, and yes, even random acts of kindness. So yes, kindness does exist, and it does matter. But what we don't necessarily realize day to day turns out to be equally true. We should be kind for others' people's sake, of course, but we should be kind for our own sakes as well. But I get it. It can sometimes be really difficult to be kind in a world that is hell-bent on being mean. And so I'd like to share a couple of tips and tricks that help me remain kind, even when it's not my first inclination. First of all, consider going on a media diet. In a world where we are constantly bombarded by messaging from television, radio, billboards, newspapers, and news websites, not to mention social media, it's easy to trick ourselves into believing that we're required to know what is going on in the world every single second of the day. And while I'd never advocate not being aware of social, cultural, and global events, recognize that ultimately all of these news sources are in the business of capturing attention and unfortunately, what captures attention these days is the negative and sensational. This means that often the positive, even though newsworthy, gets buried. So you're not even getting all of the current news that's out there, just the negative stuff. So do not feel guilty if you need to go on a media diet every once in a while, just for your own emotional and intellectual sanity. In fact, 
I would argue that it's imperative that you take the occasional media diet, if only for your own self-care, and to remind yourself that the best source of information, living your life, can open you up to kindness in your own world that you might otherwise miss. Which brings me to my second point, self-care. We often find that part of being a kind person is being kind to ourselves, and we forget this. Checking in with our own intuition and health and listening when our bodies and our emotions are trying to tell us something. I would invite you to notice when you're feeling overwhelmed or are exhausted or just need a break and act accordingly and kindly. And don't forget boundaries. In last week's episode of the Make Light Show, we talked about how Dr. Brene Brown's research indicates that the most boundaried people also happen to be the most compassionate people. So if setting a healthy boundary will help you put you in a kinder frame of mind toward others, then by all means, do so. And finally, I'd like to share three questions that I ask myself every morning that help me be a kinder person. It's a practice that I've recently started and I've actually become pretty religious about because it has had such a profound impact on my life. And I found that even though I know and understand that we're all wired for kindness, It helps my own frame of mind and my own kindness wiring to actually mindfully set intentions for my day and put me in the kindest frame of mind possible before I go out in the world. So the first question I ask myself every morning is, how can I feel healthy today? This is related to my self-care point, and it's a question that helps me focus on what I need to do to take care of myself. I particularly like to word the question this way how can I feel healthy today, as opposed to how will I exercise or how will I eat healthily? Because what it takes for me to feel healthy can vary from day to day. Sometimes feeling healthy might require a heart pumping workout, but sometimes it means just drinking lots of water or eating vegetarian for a day, or even scheduling a cat nap or an early bedtime or going on that media diet. But taking a moment to consider how I can take care of myself and my body is a wonderful way to set an intention of self-kindness. The second question that I ask myself is, how can I feel connected today? This question helps me send an attention for being kind to the people in my life who I love. And again, the openness of the question allows me to answer it broadly from day to day. One day, the answer to this question might be date night with my husband or taking my daughter out for a coffee and just talking. But the next day, it might mean calling in to check on my parents. And then on another day, I might simply send a quick email to a friend who lives in another country to let him know that he crossed my mind, and I hope he's well. By asking myself this question, I set an intention to show kindness through love and connection with those around me who are important to me. The final question that I ask myself in the morning, and this question often prompts me to think farther than just my intimate circle, is how can I feel purposeful today? Viktor Frankl, famed psychiatrist and Holocaust survivor and the author of the renowned book Man's Search for Meaning, once said, everyone has his own specific vocation or mission in life. And this, I think, is true. We are our happiest and most fulfilled when we live out our values in service of others, when we find and realize purpose in our lives. So this daily question is a way to reconnect with and remind myself of my values and my purpose. Again, 
my answer to this question changes from day to day. Often, my answer has something to do with work, because I believe in the mission of my work to help others make light, and it aligns with my values. But the, sometimes the answer might have nothing to do with my work. I might instead be moved to donate money to a charity or an organization that reflects my values. Or I might decide to clean out my closet and take gently used clothing to a local shelter. But in any event, the answer to this question helps me think about extending kindness to people outside of my immediate circle. Once I have the answers to these three questions, I add them to my to-do list and make an attempt to accomplish them at some point during the day. I often manage to achieve this goal, but sometimes I don't. And in that event, I cut myself some grace and self-kindness, remembering that part of being kind means knowing when to be gentle with myself. But the practice of asking myself these questions every day helps me stay the course of intentional kindness, even if the world doesn't necessarily inspire it in me. So that's it, folks. Those are my tips for being kind in an often unkind world. Take a media break if you need it. Remember to be kind to yourself. And set your intentions for each day by asking yourself three questions. How can I be healthy? How can I feel connected? And how can I feel purposeful? Remember that exercising that kindness muscle is about as much about yourself and your own mental and physical health as it is for other people. Nicole, thank you so much for your awesome question. I hope this episode helps. For everyone, links related to all the resources I talked about in this episode, make sure to check out the show notes at themakelightshow.com. And now I'd love to hear from all of you, my Make Light friends. How do you motivate yourself to show kindness? Leave a comment over at the show notes or send me a note on social media. Simply use hashtag MakeLightShow so I can find your thoughts. And if you're looking for more ways to make more light in your life but find yourself stuck, please send me an email with any questions or challenges you'd like me to tackle at Karen at TheMakeLightShow.com. And you just might hear an answer to your question on an upcoming episode of The Make Light Show. I'm Karen Walrand, and I'll be back next week with all new tips and tricks to make light. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this show in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a thing. Thrive on, friends. Thrive on, friends.